You're listening to The Relationship Lift, a short conversation brought to you by Family Life New Zealand to help you grow together as a couple. Join us for a topical discussion designed to keep you encouraged and equipped on the growth journey. We know that great marriages don't just happen. So let's journey together as we pursue oneness so that you too can make a great marriage your reality. In today's episode, we talk about marriage drift. We're all moving somewhere on our marriage journey. Either we're intentionally moving towards oneness or we are drifting towards isolation. This three-part discussion answers the questions, why do couples drift? How can we halt the drift in our marriage? And how do we move towards oneness by learning to dream again? Enjoy the conversation. Now, this is quite a common challenge that many relationships face drift, especially when you've been in the relationship for quite some time, or perhaps you experience the challenge of new family additions or life stage changes. But I mean, do all marriages experience this drift? Uh, or does it mean, you know, that something's wrong or that we're incompatible if it does happen? Yeah, it's a good uh, observation that many people actually make. They they say, yeah, we're incompatible or, you know, we don't just don't feel the same where our, our feelings have faded. Where in reality, when people feel that way, they've uh, probably experienced marriage drift. Um, now, just a bit of a recap uh, on what we discussed last week. You know, marriage drift is something that uh, occurs in, in probably most marriages. Um, you know, I think very few marriages don't experience that. And marriage drift isn't necessarily... Um, a sign that your marriage is, um, you know, proverbially heading on the rock, heading to the rocks. Uh, it just means that uh, we need to do some work, uh, regain our focus, and put some energy into swimming in the right direction. We we used this uh, analogy last week um, for some of our listeners that maybe missed that around when you're swimming at the beach and you've got the the flag poles that say, you know, you need to swim between this these zones. Uh, if you're not paying attention to those zones, you can easily get carried away by the tide and experience drift, right, and find yourself in a sticky situation. So many marriages do experience drift, um, but the good news, the hope in this is that it doesn't actually, it's not actually that difficult to regain focus. Um, it's all about understanding the original purpose and the mission and maybe rekindling those first thoughts we had when we, when we initially got together. So looking at um, understanding, you know, our, our mission in marriage, getting together, when I think about marriage drift, can I just ask, is it perhaps something that you may ex- uh, experience seasonally within your marriage and that when you do that, how can we uh, identify and maybe get a, a, a reflection or a measure of perhaps uh, where we're at in terms of drift in our marriage? Um, I think back on you know a term that I hear quite often. Um, it's used in the business world as well as the non-for-profit space where we function. Uh, is the term mission drift? You know, and many companies go through and organisations go through what they call mission drift. That's when you know, for example, uh, something that might be good um, takes over from that main mission, that original intent. You know, and um, let's take in marriage, for example, raising kids. Raising kids is often, you know, for those marriages, uh, for those people that do have children, uh, appreciate there are some people that might not, 
you know, be in that journey in their marriage. Uh, so bear with me for a moment if that's you. But, you know, for those people that, for example, have children in their marriage, you know, that's a good thing, being parents to children. But that good thing can often distract from the first thing, the main thing, which is your marriage, which is, you know, children should be an offspring of marriage, which it is. But when parenting takes over and the marriage takes a second foot, uh, that marriage might be in trouble, you know, very soon. What would that uh, look I'm, I'm like, actually, for example, like practically, like for example, if you're someone who maybe doesn't realise that your children have started to take, you know, priority over your spouse, what would that look like in terms of, you know, days, hours, time, etc.? Yeah, exactly that. Days, hours and time where you feel like, you know, your spouse is, you know, probably just, you know, your roommates. You get frustrated with one another, more often than you're actually enjoying one another. Uh, you know, your response, uh, your responsibilities tend to take over and uh, often the fun or the joy uh, is, is a bit lacking in the relationship. You know, there's, there's some easy remedies to actually fix that. Uh, I'm reminded actually about, you know, when I first met uh, Al Ray, my wife, I'd uh, mentioned to her, I actually, uh, I like her and I want to get to know her and... Um, better in that sense and when I had that conversation I almost felt like in the moment uh, you know just uh, for me personally the journey was you know God almost encouraging me to not enter into a relationship if I'm not doing it with the sole intention of expressing his love or being an expression of his love in this relationship uh, you know just my journey as a Christian where I was at then um actually put me to a place where I, I firmly believe marriage is that reflection of God's love you know, for his bride. And so I almost felt in that sense, you know, God was nudging me. If I'm not going into this relationship with that intention, um, then I just shouldn't. I shouldn't waste time and do it. And so that to me was almost like a call to action is like, okay, Vayner, you've got a bigger mission in this relationship. This is not mm. about getting your needs fulfilled. Uh, this is about actually you know, it's being an expression of God's love towards this person, you know. Uh, and it's interesting, but uh, I've had to recently actually give myself an honest look in the mirror and say, look, have I experienced mission drift? Am I still expressing the love of God in our relationship the way I was encouraged to do when we first met? And, you know, there have been days um, that I would honestly say no. Uh, but that's that's where it starts. It's like, can we have an honest look in the mirror an honest conversation with ourselves and say, hey, hang on a minute. There's an original mission that we signed up for when we got married. You know, there was an original excitement we had before the responsibilities of life took over, before we started becoming comfortable and, you know, um, maybe even complacent with one another. Uh, and how can I just revisit that original vision, that original, uh, you know, story when we first met? I guess it's a case of honest reflections also leading to honest conversations, isn't it, to be able to, 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 to review these things. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, if, if you're sort of wondering, you know, where you're at in your marriage, and this is tracking back to what you asked before, uh, Tom, is uh, if you can have that honest conversation and say, look, have we drifted? Have, have, have I drifted? And it's not like a negative diagnosis. It's just an observation. It's just realizing, hey, hang on a minute. I know what the original mission was. I know what marriage was supposed to be. And I know what I know why we got married in the first place. 
I just haven't experienced much of that lately. So, you know, once we can identify that, look at ourselves in the mirror and, you know, simple question to ask yourself on a scale of zero to 10, how would I rate our mm. marriage right now? And I would say if it's anything lower than a seven, um, there's definitely work to do there. Well, even if it's a seven, you can ask yourself the follow-up question, what can I need, what do I need to do to take it to an eight or a nine? It's mm. like there's always room for growth. But here's a, here's a funny story that uh, Dave and Ann Wilson, uh, they are the uh, podcast hosts for the Family Life Today show in America. And they also um, wrote the book uh, Vertical Marriage, which is a, a great read. We'll do some work on that later this year as well. Um, but at, at some stage in their marriage journey, you know, they tell the story about how they ask that question, you know, and I think every year at the university they were asked, you know, how how would you rate our marriage right now? And Dave was like a nine out of 10. And Anne said, uh, maybe a one. <laughs> so <laughs> okay. I guess you have to be prepared for the answer, right? If, you, if you're going to ask that question. <laughs> exactly. But also be prepared that you might be completely blindsided. You might not have mm. any clue what is really going on. Um, but that's a great place for us starting, you know, for starting that conversation is, you know, we had this mission, we had this excitement when we got married. How would you rate us on that journey? And next week, I'd love for us to you know, talk a bit about uh, this idea of how do we dream again when we've potentially experienced relationship drift. And it might be that you think your relationship is a one out of 10 right now, or maybe it's a six out of 10 and you really want it to be a seven, or maybe it's a nine, but you want it to be a 10. Uh, so if we can dream again and bring what has drifted back on track, uh, you know, we can enjoy all the benefits that God originally planned for marriage. On a scale of one to 10, 10 being I feel completely connected to my partner and zero being I feel totally disconnected from my partner, where would you rate yourself right now? There's probably room for growth, right? Why not take some time and actively choose to take your relationship to a 10 by learning how to love and relate to one another on a deeper level. Spend one weekend with us and discover the keys to building intimacy, strengthening communication, handling life's pressures, embracing differences, fighting fair and working through conflict constructively and so much more. You'll laugh a lot, you'll rekindle romance, learn new skills and be better equipped to build a relationship that thrives. We can promise you it will be a weekend to remember. You may not reach a 10, but most couples leave on cloud nine. Join us on our next couples retreat. Register today at familylife.nz. Thanks for listening. I'm Vayner Jacobs from the Family Life New Zealand team, and this has been another oneness resource to help you grow together in your marriage. Check us out online at familylife.nz for more information on events, training, and other amazing resources. Let's fight the drift, move towards each other in oneness, and impact our corner of the world together. See you next time. Mm-hmm.